At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Volunteers defend home court and knock off another top five team. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Monday. Coming up 20 minutes, we'll talk some NFL. The combine starts this week and the cryptic, I don't know what you call it, statement, message by Kyler Murray today, basically pay me or get rid of me. So we'll hit on that as well. And who could go after Kyler Murray if the Cardinals don't want to pay him? But Aaron, let's talk some college basketball for tonight. As, um, you know, we're coming down the stretch of the regular season here. So all these games really will kind of matter in terms of the bubble. It'll matter in terms of seeding in these conference tournaments. We're in the end now of the regular season. We got some good ones tonight as well as we look forward to the college basketball slate tonight. Uh, First one we can hit on here is... Baylor at Texas. So, you know, Baylor coming off the big win over the weekend. And now they take on a Texas team who really, I, I expected more out of. They're 21 and 8. Baylor is uh, 24 and 5 off of their win. We talked about, um, you know, Texas a little while ago, earlier in the show. Chris Beard going to Texas, leaving Texas Tech. I, I think they probably expected more too. They, they've been okay, but mm-hmm. I haven't been enamored what I've seen out of Texas um and I I like Baylor tonight even on the road they're a very slight favorite I saw it at about one and a half when I saw it earlier what do you think about this to two I'm kind of torn on this one myself so I just went to Mm betql.com and they have Texas as the favorite half a point um they have Texas winning this game projected full score 67 to 66 and a half Close so game. this might be a stay away for me, this one. Yeah, it's the just interesting to watch. 129, or sorry. Projected uh, total? 35 okay. uh, the, on FanDuel. The, the interesting part to me um, is you know to watch the it play out. Texas Tech, Chris Beard leaves Texas Tech. He goes to Texas. And right now they're both playing tonight. Texas is 21 and 8. They're ranked number 20. Texas Tech, 22 and 7 without Chris Beard. Uh, and they're they're ranked number nine in the country. So, you know, it'll take more than one year to play this thing out to see, you know, who got the better of this and if if Texas Tech continues to play well without Chris Beard. But it is interesting. Right now, Texas Tech's got to feel like, hey, we don't need this Chris Beard guy. We're fine without him. We're number nine in the country. Mm-hmm. They host Kansas State tonight, and they're 12-and-a-half-point favorites. Can I give you one I like for tonight? Oh, yeah. All right. 
So the game I like tonight is San Diego State at Wyoming. Wyoming is 23 and 5. Home court is big for them. They're obviously at home hosting San Diego State. Um, San Diego State is number one in points allowed on a per possession basis. Um, and this has just been a really good Wyoming team. All of Wyoming's losses have come away from home. So mm -hmm. I expect them to defend their home court. They are underdogs plus two, or if you like them to outright win, it's plus 108. But the Mountain West has really been an interesting conference. Um, just intriguing, you know, maybe a, a conference where you could find some some sleeper picks like, uh, I don't know, San Diego State or Nevada. I don't, it's just a weird conference to me, but it's pretty legit. I agree. Um, that's a good one. So what is the number again that you have? So I like Wyoming only because they've been so good at home. They only have five losses. They've all been on the road. Um, so San Diego State, they are the favorites. But I think Wyoming, I mean, because it's such a tight spread, I like the underdogs here. I, I, I like that one. All right. That will um, we'll put that down as a possible bet for later on in, in, in the bracket here or the uh, the show. I have bracket on my mind, Aaron, because I'm looking, Paul, I'm looking at <laughs> bracketology. Tonight, yeah. it's uh, it's Syracuse at UNC. I think it's an interesting game. Uh, we talked earlier about Buddy Bayheim and, and Jim Bayheim and the nonsense over at Syracuse. I think UNC is in. They're 21 and 8, 13 wins within the big uh, within the ACC. But Lunardi, I mean, kind of has them on the bubble. Um, they're he has them in the last four buys, so I guess that means they're in, but not solidly in, right? They're still on that bubble line. Um, and in I a week from in. a week conference, I think they're in two. Um, they're in eleven and, right now in, in the latest bracketology. And like I mentioned, Oregon last week, UNC is another team that, again, looking just at preseason projections, they were supposed to be better than they are. Mm -hmm. So it's it's just been a very up and down season for them. I mean, look, they've lost to teams like Miami, who is supposed to be a tournament team. Duke, Notre Dame is supposed to be a tournament team. Kentucky, obviously, one of the top teams. Purdue is a loss. Tennessee is a loss. So these are all good-ish losses, but then you got duds like Pitt in there as well. Um, so I think, I mean, look, I know as much as we bashed, bashed Syracuse, um, this is a, it seems like a big number for a team I don't entirely trust just yet. So I don't think I'll necessarily play this. Uh, I am intrigued to see what they do against Duke in their final in the season finale. Yeah. So that's obviously a big game. Could be a look ahead spot here for sure. Going against Syracuse with Duke up next. So I think this is a no play for me. Um, and just looking at some of their numbers, I mean, they are they're not really turning people over. They play fast, typical North Carolina. I mean, they're they're top they're top twenty five in off adjusted offensive efficiency. 87th defense, so, you know, okay, not great. Um, they shoot the three well, 32nd. Um, free, they get they hit their free throws. So there's some some things to like about them for sure. Doubling back to Wyoming a little bit um, is interesting. I was looking at that as well. And just some names to know for them, you know, when you think about the tournament and them as a, a potential upset candidate. Like Hunter Maldonado, he's top 20 in assist rate, so he's a guy that, you know, Runs the show for them and sets up his teammates. They got a couple guys, Graham Ike and Jeremiah Odin, who really hit the boards for them. And then this guy, Drake Jeffries. Hmm. This is a guy who went, what was it, 11 
he shot what 11 for 17. Like he's a sharpshooter. And earlier this season, yeah, 11 for he had a game where he went 11 for 17 from three, shot wow. 17 threes. So I mean, he's a guy that can go five for 12, six for 11, six for 15. So when he's if he's going if they're going against a team that has bad perimeter defense, absolutely look for them to possibly make some noise. The other uh, one, the other one tonight to, to to mention is UCLA. UCLA taking on Washington tonight at Washington. They are what was what was the number on that one? I just I had it up. eight or ten. It was, eight. It was I think I saw eight. Eight. Are we sleeping on UCLA? I missed earlier Duke. Um, oh, Usually, I have a the year UCLA, and I also had them to win the Pac-12. So I don't know. I wasn't expecting. <laughs> Arizona to be this good, so I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wasn't either on Arizona. I mean, the, the they're having a great season. I just, I look at UCLA. They played that early game against Gonzaga, right? The first weekend of the college basketball season. It's almost like they were on the big stage early. They didn't play great, and it's like, you know, you kind of forgot about them a little bit. They, they're good. I mean, they. I think they can make some noise in the tournament. They, sure. they, you know, had a lot of returning players. And I do think more people, you know, obviously are focused on Arizona, that they're quietly doing their thing and could definitely make some noise come tournament time. I'm just a little bitter because I had them to win the Pac-12, which is not looking great right now. I parlayed it with Gonzaga WCC regular season winner. Um, so. so you have that part. Yes, that hit. <laughs> just need UCLA to win the Pac-12. I'm not going to hold their losses against Oregon against them because, again, I'm a little bit higher. I think Oregon's got that potential. They just haven't figured it out. And sometimes the team just has your number. Um, Mick Cronin, he's just – like they're always going to play ugly. You know, they've got that, you know, tenacious defense, which can definitely get you. And we saw what they did last year. Let's not forget, this team was down by 10 at halftime of a first four game. Like – and – we talk about we talk about Matt Painter's tournament conference record or tournament record earlier. Mick Cronin's eleven and eleven. Mm-hmm. You take away those wins last year, and he is well below five hundred. I just don't know that I trust UCLA all that much. But if you if you just look at the numbers and the metrics, they are there. I mean, they've got the defense. You know, they they shoot the three well. I and they don't. You know, they're not turning the ball over either. I just don't know if I totally trust them yet. And then you see kind of what happened. You know, they they lose to a team like Arizona State. Granted, it's triple overtime, right. but kind of what are you doing? Yeah, they really don't have a horrible loss. Like Arizona State, that's not good, right? But that's a triple overtime kind of wacky sure. game. Their other losses are to Gonzaga, and they lost by 20. I think that turned people off. It turned me off earlier. I'm like, ah, maybe not as good as, as people thought. So they lose by 20 in that game. They have the two losses to Oregon that you mentioned there, Paul, and and they're good. They lost to Arizona by 10 at Arizona. That's it. I mean, that's that's their losses. They beat Villanova in overtime the second game of the year. They had a weird kind of moment in the middle of the season, postponed, canceled games, the COVID issues late December, early January. Since then, though, they've played, they've played pretty good basketball. And now they win tonight in Washington. I think they will. They close out against USC at home. They could be 23-6 and six entering the, the Pac-12 tournament. They're good. And I think they are a top ten Ken Palm team. They I just feel like are. like I feel like the last three weeks we've talked a lot about Gonzaga, Kentucky, Baylor, Arizona, a little bit of Duke, Houston, who we, we want to fade, Kansas, Auburn, Tech, and then there's UCLA and Tennessee. Like we've talked more in this yeah. show about Tennessee, Villanova, Purdue, and they're all 
ranked lower than UCLA. And I think this is kind of what happened last year. They got hot in the tournament. They're returning a lot of their players, and they want to get the job done. Um, they've got that guy, Tiger Campbell, who's really good. Um, so I don't know. I like UCLA for sure. They're interesting at 28 to one. And I mean, right now looking at a, a four seed could definitely play their way up to like a three. So could be an intriguing option. Yeah. That, that's, that's the way I thought of them that, that they're intriguing because of the number 28 to one for a potential three seed. Uh, and I think they could certainly get there if they win the last two regular season games. What are they to make the final four? Did you, did you say that one? Sorry. Uh, I'm assuming like to maybe win six to one, five plus 550. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we have? We have uh, these are the teams, Aaron, that are are better than six to one or worse than six to one. Uh, Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, Purdue, Duke, Auburn, Kansas, Baylor, Nova, Tech, UCLA, all less than six to one to uh, to get to the final four. How about Gonzaga is minus money? That's crazy. They're favored to make the final four. That's rare. I mean, I, I, I know they've had two amazing years in a row. I guess they, they've kind of earned this, but it's, that's a lot. It, like, this is a single elimination tournament in, in a year. There's, we just watched the top that's six teams go down. Yeah. To put them at minus minus one fifteen, It's, it's really confident. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So. Boy, you want, I know they lost to St. Mary's. I don't think that loss to St. Mary's on Saturday was a big one. Not a big deal. No. And you, you missed that spot by a game. Like, you were on that. Right. You just you missed it by a game. I mean, they were, they were due to kind of a let that. And St. Mary's had everything to play for. I mean, that was their Super Bowl at home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was their punch through ticket to the tournament. That was that was everything. They're in and, and no questions asked. And, um, yeah, that was – I don't consider that a critical game there. You know, you know, I'm already looking forward to right now. I was looking at tomorrow's slate a little earlier. Tomorrow we get Providence Villanova, the rematch. We get Purdue Wisconsin tomorrow. Ooh. And we get Arizona USC tomorrow. Three games with two top twenty-five teams. It's a good slate. I like that. It's a really to good st- slate to start off March. Are you guys feeling the madness? I'm ready. I think this weekend turned the page to March. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Where are we at on Providence? That's a good question. I like them, but I don't know. I think they, they are going to – a lot of luck. Yeah. I think if you 
Um, even if they lose, I believe they're still going to win the Big East. Is that well? They controlled their destiny last week, right? Right. And they—that's the thing. Like we talked about that Villanova spot. Nova goes out and wins, and then Nova loses to UConn and Providence by the skin of their teeth. Keeps getting by these teams when you know. Again, what are they down by twenty or something? The Butler, and they come back and win. Right. And, so Providence is two two games up in the loss column right now. Does that mean it's over? I believe let's see. So, I want to say yes because so Nova's yeah, because even if Nova wins, yeah, it's the last game of the season. Providence has it, right? I think it's gotta be. I think you're right. I think they win the big, big, big East outright. Yeah. I wonder what the number was before the season on Providence to win the Big East outright. Yeah. It's probably good. It's probably great. They have officially clinched the Big East regular okay. season title. So is that a Nova spot tomorrow? In Nova? I I think so. What do we think like that number it. is? My guess that number tomorrow is Nova by three? I was going to say three and a half, more than a possession. Yeah. That makes oh, sense. wow. Ken Palm has it as a nine-point projection. Well, if it's on three, we got to jump on the nine. We'll, we'll do that yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Coming up next, the Kyler Murray drama has reached a new level, and a, uh, a very famous baseball player runs a team. He's out. We'll hit on all that next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.